This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast. I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon in Tampa, usually sunny Tampa in the Sunshine State, but in this part of the Sunshine State, let's let's call it soggy Tampa, as Mother Nature certainly impacted the start of the 2024 season for the University of Louisville baseball. We're going to talk about that, including with guest uh, transfer pitcher for the University of Louisville, Jake Caraba, is going to join us here in the Cards Cast in just a few moments. But the Cardinals, as I mentioned, Mother Nature really impacting the start to their season. It was supposed to clearly, as typically is, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of deal. But seeing what that forecast uh, was looking like uh, just uh, as that opening day was coming, just hours away, that schedule was changed and that Sunday game was nixed. Uh, the UConn game that was supposed to happen on Sunday morning was moved to Friday, making Friday a doubleheader. Indiana State uh, at noon in the opener, a game Louisville eventually lost 8-7. to Then UConn in the second game, a game Louisville eventually lost 4-3. to And then the Cardinals were supposed to play host South Florida on Saturday at 4, just about the time the game was supposed to get started. That's when the rains really started hitting the Tampa area. And basically the Cardinals and the Bulls showed at the ballpark in just enough time to, to get wet and then get back on the bus as the game was postponed. It was supposed to be 9 a.m. Sunday. Fast forward the clock a couple hours and that game was canceled. So Louisville's opening weekend and what was supposed to be sunny Tampa kind of washed out. Louisville 0-2. Third game canceled, so the Cardinals up next Wednesday, Jim Patterson Stadium, their home opener against Xavier. The Xavier team, by the way, picked to finish second behind UConn in the Big East Conference uh, this season. So Louisville, you know, nice little challenging schedule, clearly, to get the 2024 season started. As I mentioned, uh, Indiana State, clearly no slouch, a super regional team a season ago. Picked to win the Missouri Valley Conference. UConn, a regional team last year, picked to win the Big East Conference. As I mentioned, Xavier, number two behind UConn in the Big East Conference preseason poll by the coaches. They're coming in as the home opener for the Cardinals on Wednesday. You know, but as disappointing as the first weekend was here in Tampa for the Cardinals, there are some bright spots to take away from it. As I mentioned, you know, two really good starts, Sebastian Gongora, 
the transfer pitcher who's picked up some preseason All-American honors. Thought he was really impressive in his five innings of work. Threw, struck out seven, did give up two runs. But even when he had the, the leadoff hits, the one, two, three in a row, had a leadoff walk, um, he, he still seemed very in control of himself. And, and even allowing those two runs in the second inning, settled down and really uh, went to work after giving up those two runs. Also impressed with Evan Webster and his start against UConn. Thought he was impressive in his four innings of work. Uh, Jake Caraba, our guest coming up here, really impressed with his the way he finished the last 2.1 innings against Indiana State. And Caleb Corbett you know, threw just a little over two innings. Gave up a solo home run, but that was the only hit that he allowed. I thought he was uh, pretty solid uh, out on the mound. And offensively, really liked the toughness of Logan Beard. I mean, that's something that he really brings you. Um, and and you see that in everything, especially in the collision, which you know kind of started a little bit of rally uh, for the Cardinals against Indiana State uh, when he made that uh, the collision at first place, at first base, excuse me, and then eventually issued second base and eventually came home uh, to score. Uh, Matt Klein, I liked how he came through in a clutch moment with bases loaded, Cardinals needing a hit, and he hits a, a double to drive into. He also later scored, and, and Ryan McCoy uh, showing that you know, he, he knows how to put the ball around the ballpark and really missed a couple home runs. I mean, just feet from uh, a home run twice on the afternoon, had a triple, his first triple as a Cardinal, so congratulations to him as well. So there were some positive things, but certainly both games were ones that Louisville, again, shoulda, woulda, coulda. You know, the, the, the wins were seemed like ugh, they were just kind of right there in the grasp uh, for them to take. And, and again, against two really quality opponents, kind of similar to what we saw last year, unfortunately, uh, the bullpen takes the mound and you're not sure what you're going to get. And it was kind of a roller coaster ride. And... Uh, that roller coaster ride impacted Louisville's outcome in both those games, as both of them came up as as uh, one run losses. Uh, but again, not all of it was bad. As I mentioned, uh, Jake Carabo was really good uh, coming out of the bullpen. Uh, Caleb Corbett uh, was solid coming out of the bullpen, and some other uh, some other highlights as well from the weekend. Uh, but certainly, you didn't want to start 0-2. But now Louisville really wants to you know shake that off. Yeah, as Dan McDonald says, don't get high, don't get too high, don't get too low. As John L. Smith might say, hey, rip off that rear mirror because the Cardinals certainly need to to focus on, you know, they don't you don't want to focus on April, May, or June. You need to focus on February. You need to focus on that home opener against Xavier and, and come out and get a W and, and start stacking those wins. So, but uh, let's talk about uh, the weekend. Let's talk about Jake Caraba's first appearance on the mound for the Cardinals. He's a guy that really did well at Lewis University, transferred to the Cardinals, uh, Division II school, multi-All-American honors while he was there, uh, a, a starter for Lewis University. His role so far at Louisville, uh, as I mentioned, came out of the pen in that opener against Indiana State, finished off the game, 2.1 innings of work without allowing a hit, no runs, did issue two walks, struck out four, threw 40 pitches, facing nine batters, threw 40 pitches, 20 of them strike, 27 of them strikes. 40 pitches, 27 of, 27 of them strikes. Don't know why I'm having a hard time uh, throwing that out there. 
really impressive on the mound. So really looking forward to seeing what he brings for the Cardinals throughout the season. Here's Jake Caraba joining us in the Cardscast. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it's the nfl offseason but on pick six part of the cbs sports podcast network the football season never stops host will brinson john breach and tyler sullivan are joined by analysts like brady quinn leslie deucible katie mox and rj white to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league whether it's free agents signing with new teams the all-important nfl draft or schedule release day pick six has you covered as the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring pick six is a must listen download and follow on apple Podcasts, spotify the odyssey app and anywhere podcasts are found on May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? <laughs> Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil, the final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount Plus. Well, let's let's start at the beginning. Um, what made you decide? I guess after you know some successful All American time at, at Lewis College, you said, you know what, I want to hop in the transfer portal. Um, it was kind of just between my coach and I. Um, we just talked, and we really figured, you know, there's um, nothing too much more to accomplish there, but a couple of things between Mike and I. Um, and he was like, you should go explore other routes, you know, whether it be college or another level or whatnot. Um, and so ultimately, after that conversation, you know, conversation with my parents, we ultimately decided uh, hopping in the portal was probably the best idea uh, for me. And, yeah. what's, the, what's that experience like uh, when you hop in the portal? Do, do, do college coaches, you know, once they see your name in there, just immediately start reaching out? How did that yeah. process go for it? Was it lengthy? Was it quick? How, how would you describe it? Yeah, so uh, right as I went in the portal, uh, my coach obviously texted me, hey, um, I don't know if it's the athletic director who really puts you in the portal, but uh, he said that they'd be in contact with me. So, uh, you know, it'd only be a matter of time. So, you know, I'm up all night kind of, all right, like, 
you know, it's, I, I, in the summer I worked, so like mm-hmm. it was getting to like two o'clock in the morning and I'm like, I, I have to go to bed. And so <laughs> I checked my email one last time and I saw that I was in the portal. So I screenshotted it at like 2 a.m. and then I went to bed and I woke up to DMs in Twitter, DMs on Instagram, uh, and phone calls with voicemails from coaches already. And I was like, there's no way that I'm getting wow. called at 3 a.m. So, <laughs> yeah, thankfully I slept with my uh, phone on silence. So, so w- when you wake up to that, what's your first thing you do? Do you call coach, hey, this is happening, I need some direction? You know, who, who do you, how do you choose, okay, who do I want to call first? I mean, that's got to be difficult. Um, honestly, I kind of just went down the line. Um because I really didn't know. I kind of just handled it like I did with high school, um, just trying to be respectful to every coach, kind of give them a little bit of my time. But also I had to, because of work, like put it off to the side a little bit and do my work day and then call people at lunch and call people after and just, again, go from top to bottom. So just trying to be as nice as possible to everybody. Again, we're joined by Jake Caraba, Louisville pitcher here in the Cards cast. Um, so Louisville enters the pitcher. Uh, how quickly uh, did that relationship grow? Obviously, somewhat quickly, it seems. Yeah, um, I can tell you for sure uh, it grew very quickly with me just because of being a Chicago kid or a Chicago end. Um, you know, I lived probably 10 minutes away from Napchek, so we grew up kind of together. Uh, his dad actually coached me hitting growing up, so... I reached out to Christian, uh, and we talked. Uh, also, Tommy talked with me, his dad, um, and they kind of laid it out for me how it's going to go and, you know, how I'm going to be looked at at a Louisville standard and everything, and I fell in love with it pretty quickly uh, after getting, you know, probably an hour to think about it. <laughs> and then Coach Williams called me again. You know, he came to the house. Um, and after that house meeting, you know, my parents were pretty unclear before. And then after that house meeting, we all were kind of dead set on it. And I remember going out with a few of my friends that night to hang out with them. And uh, I had told them, like, on that Friday that I was going to commit to Louisville. But I didn't do it till Sunday. <laughs> so everybody knew. Yeah. Yeah. They, I fell in love pretty quickly with Louisville. And it was, it was awesome. It was so surreal. That's cool. Yeah. I'm curious, what kind of positive things uh, did did CNAP have to say about Louisville? He just said everything was awesome. He was like, you know, the coaching staff is awesome. The way that you hang out with everyone, like the bond you create, practices are just something else. You know, you really learn more about the game. um, And you just become a better person and a better player. In the short time that I'll be here for a year, they said – you know, if, if things get to work out and you get to go to the next level, you're going to be more prepared than ever. And that was what I really wanted to hear. So that's that's ultimately why I chose here. Because yeah, you were a starter at Lewis College, mm-hmm. you know, as I mentioned, an All-American uh, because of what you did as a starter. Yeah. Um, and here, you, obviously, your first appearance in the doubleheader, <laughs> yeah. you come out of the pen. Um, how would you describe what you anticipate your role being this year? Um, I just wanted my role to really help out um, the team in any way. Obviously, I'm a little upset that you know we lost. That's not how you want it to go. Um, but I'm just happy that you know got to come in, hold the game kind of close, um, and at least give us a little bit of a chance, I guess. Um, but 
Yeah, no, I'm just happy that hopefully, you know, continues to go that, that way, get a few innings to help the team out. Um, I'm I'm just happy to, like I said, <laughs> give the team any like any opportunity to win. That's that's all I want to do here. So kind of reminds me of one thing that Dan has said uh, multiple times uh, about the, the transfers and you know the, whether they be you know guys like yourselves or junior college guys, maybe even mm-hmm. some of the freshmen, is they're coming here with the, because they want to prove something. Yeah. Um, and that, I mean, you immediately agree with that. What do you feel like you want to prove uh, this year? Um, I don't really. I, I don't know. I like, like one obviously something about myself, like that I'm a you know good baseball player and deserve to be at this school. Uh, but also, I think for us coming together, like I think everybody wants to prove that as a baseball player that they're like they want, like they deserve to be at Louisville because. You know, sometimes things, and, you know, maybe I'm speaking for some freshmen or, you know, whatever, but, like, you'll commit here, and people will be like, oh, there's no way he deserved to be there or whatever, and it's like, okay, well, like, one individually, I'm going to prove myself to you that, like, you think that, but also, like, we want to prove to everybody else uh, that's outside of Louisville, you know, we're we're a good team, we're going to come here, we're going to compete, like, we're going to go to Omaha, and... You know, I do think that it's like, you know, we're kind of like wrapped in the circle right now with um, being told about, you know, last year and the media and everything. And for me, it's a little frustrating because I wasn't here last year, but like I hate being wrapped in a last year thing, especially when I wasn't here. And it's like I don't want to be defined by that. And so I think a lot of guys are on the same page with that. And it's like, you know. We're, we're going to go out and just prove everybody wrong. I know we were off to a little rough start, but, you know, that's just – brush that under. It doesn't really matter. I think we're going to really come out, especially tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., and I think we're going to do real good. So I'm really excited for that. Kind of – I don't know if it surprised me a little bit, but um, when I asked you what you, you know, wanted to prove – I was kind of almost anticipating, you know, that I'm draft worthy or something like that. And, uh, and your first thought is, you know, that, that I'm Louisville baseball worthy. I mean, I yeah. think that, that says a lot about the culture of Louisville baseball. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, you're supposed to just buy into this program while you're here. I think everybody on this team is draft eligible or not draft eligible, draft worthy. Uh, I've told that to, you know, Sebastian and probably Hoy too. Uh, just some guys, you know, I hang out with. Like, it really does impress me with the level of baseball it is here, uh, how quick we are to, like, move and react and kind of just make adjustments, uh, especially pitching-wise. And so I think everybody is draft-worthy. It's just it's just such a it's such a high standard they have here at Louisville, and you see it on the wall. And so you just really want to prove that you deserve to be, one, on that wall with that um, – you know, your year, which is, you know, 2024, I want to see that number up there. And I know there's a lot of guys that want to be on that All-American list, especially, you know, Seabass being a preseason All-American. It would be so cool to see him on the wall, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you just want to prove that you're you're Louisville-worthy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. You mentioned, um, you know, the, the expectations at Louisville. And so starting off 0-2 this season has got to sting. Yeah. Um, what, 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 what was that like? Because obviously, first of all, it gets all changed around because of the weather. And now mm-hmm. maybe you're facing maybe a little bit better pitching in all yeah. three games than you maybe initially were going to. So, I mean, what, what's the, the mindset when you come back after a doubleheader like that? Um, obviously, like you said, it stings some. Uh, it's not fun going 0-2. Um, 
But you kind of just got to go, I, I guess, you kind of just got to go with it at this point. Like, I don't really know. Like, yeah. you just have to, you, you have to take it and you just got to go into tomorrow and, like, you just got to win that day. Like Coach Mack has said, like, we could go 0-2. He said this before, you know, last year. I think it was against Miami. They went 0-2 or something. And then they they came back and they won on Sunday. And so that's kind of what we're going to do and what we're trying to do is, you know, yeah, we started it off kind of rough. It's 0-2. But we're going to come back Sunday and we're going to go 1-2. and Then we're going to go back. We're going to turn the page on this weekend. We're going to go into the midweek, you know, 2-2. Two and two. Then we're going to go into the next series. You know, hopefully be what five and two at that point, and we just keep stacking wins and keep getting better and better and better. So it's just put it behind us at this point and win the day tomorrow. Yeah, it can't be defined by the first couple games, that's no. for sure. I mean, just a couple of years ago, Louisville was down here and uh, didn't do well. Um, yeah. you know, the, the two one run, lo- one run loss is probably better than what they did two years ago, and that still ended up being a super regional team. So, you never, mm-hmm. you know, you, it, there's a full season to play on. But uh, before I, I, I let you go, um, when you're off the field, now that you're in Louisville, have you had a chance to, to get out and discover new restaurants that you like, new hang spots? You know, do you like to just hang out the dorm? What do you like to do for fun? <laughs> I really like to go just hang out with my friends. Yeah. Uh, you know, we kind of go out, go to get food. Um, one one thing that I love to do is, you know, start with JT and I in the fall. We would always go get coffee in the morning, do our homework, um, you know, and we, we would go try new places. We'd go to, like, pregame coffee, um, Sunergoss, Sinergoss, I don't really remember how to say it. You know, places like Starbucks, Dunkin', you know, that's the biggest thing I think for us is, I mean, going to get coffee in the morning, do our homework, get it all out of the way, and then go to practice and then go home and make food. So that's that's been one of the key points for me is getting <laughs> coffee with my friends. So Awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, hey, appreciate you taking some time with this and hanging out in the Cars Cast. Yep, thank you. I right, appreciate it. All right. Again, want to thank Jake Raba for joining us in the Cards Cast. Good way to take advantage of a a rain delay which turned into a, a canceled game as Louisville had their final game against South Florida canceled. But I appreciate him joining us in here in the Cards Cast. Great to get to know him a little bit more and really excited to see what he's going to bring throughout the 2024 season. Again, as we uh, discussed and as I mentioned in the open, uh, really impressive outing his first time on the mound uh, for the Cardinals in their opener against Indiana State, a game they eventually lost 8-7. to seven. Uh, But, again, uh, Caraba looked really good on the mound, and I expect he's going to have a, a lot of impressive outings for the Cardinals out on the hill this year. So, again, thanks to him. Again, Louisville back at it at Jim Patterson Stadium on Wednesday. Xavier coming in to play the Cardinals. Louisville 0-2, still looking for that first W. Xavier coming in uh, – as the number two pick in the Big East Conference, right behind UConn, which handed Louisville a loss down in Tampa, uh, defeating Louisville 4-3 in that second game of the doubleheader. So Xavier, the number two pick in the Big East, right behind uh, the Huskies. They're coming into Jim Patterson Stadium on Wednesday. So a, 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 a nice challenge to the start to the 2024 season for Dan McDonald and his staff. He mentioned before the season that the – the series down in Tampa would have a little bit kind of like a regional 
uh, feel. Unfortunately, the weather impacted that a little bit. The double header may have had a sense of that. Uh, it was kind of a, you know, kind of neat how the, you know, just an hour and 10, 15 minutes or so after game one, both teams were uh, Louisville back on the diamond, this time playing UConn uh, right back at it. So that was kind of neat. But I tell you what, if you include Xavier in that early season schedule, which certainly it is as the home opener, uh, that's a nice a nice challenge uh, for early in the year as well, and especially for your home opener. So, again, that's out at Jim Patterson Stadium on Wednesday. So free admission. Hope to see you out there. And, again, thanks again to Jake Caraba for spending some time with us here in the Cards Cast. I'm Michael McCammon, Senior Writer at Cardinal Authority, and this has been a Cards Cast. Hello everyone, it's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search... The rest is football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meets.